0: Welcome back to Orange you glad we watched the OC where Rooney sings this song and we are going to keep it that way. (laughs) I am Sarah. My pronouns are she, they. This is Evan. His pronouns are any, all.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know it, baby,
0: baby. This is the podcast where one of us has seen the OC and the other has not. And we talk about it and we watch the episodes. First, we watch the episodes. Then we talk about them.
1: That's how it goes down. That's how it goes. That's how it happens in this household.
0: I don't know about your household, but that's that's
1: how we roll in our house.
0: In this house, we believe in watching the OC and then talking about it. Today, we are discussing episode 15 of season one of the OC entitled... The, the third wheel.
1: wheel. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> is, is that worthy of an ewww? Ew? We're not sure that that's worthy. It is
0: rare that you remember the title of the episode quickly enough to be able to be there with me. So Do you want to know is... the only
1: reason that I actually remembered? Yes. I put it in the name of the file. <laughs> so normally it's just OYG underscore zero one five, but then I did dash. The third wheel. That's planning. This is... It took 15 episodes... Do you know what that is? ...of us doing this... Growth. ...for me to actually make any attempt whatsoever to remember the damn name of the show that we're watching. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Anyway.
0: Any news to report?
1: Well, we... Uh, yeah. Okay. Here. It's... Uh, this is the first episode in... I want to say... Four episodes that we actually just have a normal introduction song for our show, mm-hmm. right? Because we had spooky for October. I guess November. I guess Thanksgiving. There wasn't a special no one, but then we we had a spooky for October. We had cool for the summer. <laughs> Sorry, we had um,
0: Christmas, Christmas,
1: and then we had Christmas
0: car.
1: We had old lang. Yes. Or orange Whatever
0: that travesty was
1: Orange song <laughs> Orange lang
0: Orange lang
1: C. Oh my god I love it <laughs> Yes So we get to uh, Our listeners get to listen to I know that it's That that <laughs> I'm aware that the sound of the The fucking song is way different From the sounds of the The actual like podcast um after season one of this show is over we will re-record a new version of the thing
0: the thing is we could re-record it anytime yeah but you know spare everybody
1: (laughs) it's tradition at this point
0: is it i don't know
1: (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i just you know it'll it'll be okay it's fine
0: it's gonna be great yep Okay.
1: Oh, no, no, the news segment isn't over yet. No. Um, um, it's not over. Oh, no, it is not over because there were a few calls to action in the last episode that we recorded. Um, to people who listen or supposedly listen to our podcast. Um, Steve. You know who you are. Steve. And, uh, oh, not just Kathy. Not, yeah. Yeah. We're maybe the only podcast that calls out people by name <laughs> <laughs> if they have not texted us <laughs> when they have hit that specific part. <laughs> so if you remember, um, last time you made me delicious eggs because we recorded in the morning. Mm-hmm. Now we're recording at night. And we were in our pajamas, and we cleaned today. We did a deep clean of the apartment, and I'm very tired because I'm 42 when I cleaned the bathroom. Um,
0: This is newsworthy. You're right.
1: What is it about hanging a new shower curtain that is so exhausting?
0: I don't know. I don't hang them. I'm too short. You are
1: way short. You could not. Our shower curtain would be down at my nipples Uh if you hung it.
0: Were we not together I would have a task rabbit somebody do it for me. Yeah. Because I physically cannot. Yeah, that's fair. Yep.
1: Um do you have any news? No. No? No. No no, no announcements you want to make? Nope. Nothing?
0: No Seth Cohen haunt no Adam Brody hauntings this week. He's probably oh. left me alone.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Um I'm sure it'll I'm sure he'll come around later. We haven't watched any more of the Jesse Eisenberg show. So, I don't know.
0: We're just not in the headspace, too, man.
1: No, that's very true. Yeah. It would be a nightmare. It's a nightmare scenario for me to be the legal guardian of two children with no support. Uh Uh-huh. That's like a literal nightmare situation for Uh me. That's like a find a foster family for them as quickly as possible because I can't do that. Well, that's the other thing we did today. Uh, we finally put together our annual budget, which is always fun. It's always like, how how much money do we have?
0: Why are we talking about
1: this? Because it's newsworthy.
0: Is it? I don't know. I don't feel like it is. I think we should cut this segment.
1: I'm not gonna. I'm okay. the editor. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. You've got a French 75. I have a non caffeinated apple tea with oat milk in it. It's true.
0: Both of those things are true. So we open on the breakfast Breakfast nook. Nook.
1: I would, one of these days we're probably gonna have to go back and listen to these episodes and see where they open and I want to see a percentage of how many of these fucking things open in the breast in the breast, the breast nook. (laughs) The breakfast nook.
0: So in short order, we see Haley, who is still staying with the Coens. She... Takes the last bagel, first unforgivable sin. No, no,
1: no, no, no. Can, I, can I interrupt? Is this okay? Sure. Okay, for the audience, this is this segment is brilliantly executed. The only audio is it's apparently we're led to believe it's diegetic, but it's in Haley's headphones. Uh-huh. What song is she listening to?
0: Saturday morning by Eels.
1: Okay. So she. So we is, are led
0: to believe it is a Saturday morning.
1: There you go. She is in the foreground, sitting at the table, listening to her music, enjoying breakfast. Okay, she's all snuggled up in a robe. Uh In sh- in this order, these are the other people that enter the kitchen, Uh the breakfast nook. There's no audio. All we have is the is the music. Okay, Sandy comes in. He goes to the bread bed. Ba- he's all in his suit and tie. He's all ready to go for the day. Uh, He goes to the bread basket. He he can see there's nothing in the bread basket. He even looks underneath the little napkin. There are no bagels. Rack focus to Haley eating a bagel. Next person to enter the kitchen or the the breakfast nook one Ryan Atwood. Uh, He sort of, it's a great little moment. He sort of like smacks uh, Sandy on the chest as he passes by him. Sandy's making a face like, there's no bagels. Uh, Ryan goes into the refrigerator, takes out the orange juice. He's already got a little bit of a perplexed look on his face. Mm -hmm. Pours like three thimbles worth of orange juice into his cup.
0: Which is the worst fucking thing you can do. (laughs) Do not take almost all of a thing and then put the thing back yeah this was a struggle in my family I oh it? about yours
1: yeah ours the uh it, yeah it was the milk it was leaving like a tiny ridiculous amount of milk left or it was leaving a single ice cube in the ice cube tray mm-hmm. without refilling it that was always like you even a child can refill an ice cube tray Um, Well, it depends on a certain age
0: Depends on how tall the child is But
1: anyway, rack focus to Haley Who takes a sip out of a full glass of orange juice Before setting it down Next person to enter The kitchen is one Seth Cohen Seth Cohen picks up the newspaper. He's starting to rifle through it. He doesn't see what he's looking for. Rack focus to Haley, who has the...
0: Arts and leisure.
1: Arts and leisure section. Of
0: what paper, we don't know. Who knows? Does the OC have its own dedicated paper? Or is it like the LA Times? Is it the New York Times?
1: It's the it's the it must be the in universe newspaper yes. for Newport. Last person to enter the kitchen, of course, is going to be Kirsten. She looks chilly. She's just wearing a tank top and she's like rubbing her upper arms like ooh. She also she goes next to Sandy. Uh, she also looks and sees that the bread basket is empty. But this is a brilliant we had to pause at one point to I don't even know what well, oh, we were eating dinner and stuff. And there's this great pause where Ryan and Sandy are just glaring at at Haley. They have the same expression. They have literally the exact same expression. I
0: don't know if it was, it probably wasn't planned, but it's really driving home how similar the show wants us to find Sandy and Ryan.
1: They're the same person. They're
0: the same person.
1: You gotta have a plan. hmm So <laughs> she looks over, rack focus to Haley, who is, of course, wearing her... Robe. Robe. And it's just a great sequence. Yeah. It is a great sequence.
0: It's pretty good. Yeah. And also the uh, motif is Haley in robes. Mm-hmm. 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 Because then, if you recall in the last episode when she was prancing around in her underpants... Yep. She ended up with Seth's robe.
1: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. He got his robe back in this episode. I do really appreciate the consistency that the dressers have been showing, or the wardrobe department or whatever, that the characters continue to have their their um, yes cl- clothing items. Yes. And then we cut to... Uh, then the diegetic music stops and we we cut to... Um, Sandy saying She's gonna eat us out of house and home (laughs) And
0: then there's some Banter about how All of Kaylee's friends Want to kick her ass and that's Why she is still staying With the Coens Mm -hmm. And she's just waiting to talk To uh, her father So she can get Money to go on to the next Thing Yep. Yep. And Kirsten promises to talk to Haley about doing like literally anything to get her out of the house while Sandy and her exiting the scene. And we hear Haley call out, can I have, um, we're out of coffee. Can I have some coffee in the French press?
1: Oh, she says, uh, can it be? She says something like, uh, get that good French roast and not the, I can't remember. I can't remember, but yeah. She's terrible. She's, we're
0: setting her up as terrible and just very young and bratty.
1: We're also setting up, again, the parallel between adult land and kid land in this episode is talking to people. Mm -hmm. Having... An uncomfortable conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we'll get to the kid version of that in a little while.
0: So we cut to the pool house where Seth is demanding Seth Ryan time. We don't know how much time... The weird thing about this episode is we don't know how much time has elapsed. Yeah. Between the last episode and this episode. Yeah. It's been enough time to establish ryan and marissa as a couple mm-hmm. and seth and anna i guess is a couple yep. but seth has not told summer Yep. and seth makes reference to uh i keep trying to talk to you in the morning but marissa's over here all the time and like what does that mean are they is she staying overnight is she just, like, waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning to go over to the pool house? She's a teenager. I find this highly unlikely. Where is she coming from?
1: Yeah, well, and she does... She uh, we, we do know from later in that scene that she's picking Ryan and Seth up in the mornings to take them to school.
0: Okay.
1: Um, And, of course, because it's 2004, uh, Seth says... Um, You're whipped. You're whipped. And Ryan's like, I'm not whipped. Blah, blah, blah.
0: And the scene ends with Seth making the whip noise.
1: Because Marissa comes in and is like, she's super chipper. She's like, hi guys, I'm happy. Things are great. I love my boyfriend. Let's go to school. Yeah.
0: Which is grounds for, you know, tearing Marissa down a peg.
1: And, yeah, when Ryan leaves, uh, yeah, um, Seth is like, and then we get to da-da-da-da-da. That's opening credits. Is it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. You are tired. I'm very tired.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So the credits happen, and we are back. We're talking with Jimmy and Sandy, and they're trying to creatively stack Jimmy's resume because however much time has elapsed jimmy still does not have a job mm-hmm. and so a lot of questions come up about this for me he owes so many people so much money mm-hmm. how does he exist how is he not like in a shelter
1: yeah so okay remind me to keep him out of prison
0: mm-hmm. he had to pay back oh the sale of
1: the house but... He sold it to... Did he sell it to Caleb Nickel? Yes, he did. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, okay. That's... So, he's made... We are... So, we're being led to believe that he's made restitution of the monies that he owes? I guess. Okay. But other than that, he's got nothing to his name. He's right. living in his shitty little apartment. He is. He's completely unemployed. His in daughter
0: the... is sleeping on the couch. Right?
1: Yeah. In this conversation with Sandy... You know, they're brainstorming ways to beef up his resume. Um, He's like, I have no references. And Sandy's like, sure you do. Your clients. Uh, Oh, that you stole millions of dollars from.
0: And he's like, did you mow lawns when you were in high school? You're a
1: landscaper. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying. He's trying.
0: He's
1: (laughs) The other theme, or not theme, but maybe another element of this episode that mirrors kid land and adult land is enemies to friends
0: which is also a romance trope mhm mhm yes
1: well that would be enemies to lovers but
0: well enemies to friends to lovers that's okay. a progression
1: so are you saying that sandy's gonna cheat on kirsten with jimmy yes i am is that a spoiler
0: no okay
1: no spoilers <laughs> So, who comes upon them when they're talking but... Haley! Haley. And she's like... Hey, boys. Uh, you're out of orange juice. What is she... I don't remember why the fuck she comes in. Is she just like, Jimmy Koopa? Cooper, Koopa Cooper,
0: Um, She just... <laughs> yeah, she comes in to say hi to Jimmy. Uh, Sandy... Uses the break to go talk to Kirsten and ask if she has talked to Haley mm-hmm. about moving out of the house yet. Yes. Which she has not done.
1: No. Uh, no. Oh, what did she say? She was like, well, you know. We were just having fun, and it was really nice to just be able to be sisters because we've been fighting so much. Uh Uh-huh. So that's her excuse Uh for not having the conversation she should be having.
0: Also, this episode is sponsored by the Golden Girls.
1: Yeah, Jesus. In a
0: really weird way.
1: It's sponsored by the Golden Girls and Rooney. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm assuming that Rooney is another one of those bands that was on the label that's owned by Fox.
0: I think they were very... i don't remember liking them enough to learn anything about them so it's difficult to say are they still a band i we're gonna do a sarah googles
1: not if i can beat you to it
0: oh my god this no we can't have two people googling
1: that is rooney still a band oh my god here is information from wikipedia no, oh, did you know that the band is named after Ed Rooney, the principal in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, portrayed Great. by actor Jeffrey Jones? Great. Uh, yeah, apparently 1999 to present, they're still fucking a thing. Geffen Records? California Dreamin' Records?
0: Geffen is what Death Cab was on.
1: Ah! And one Seth Cohen loves Death Cab for Cutie. But
0: Seth Cohen loves them independently of what the a television studio told him to love.
1: It's all coming together. Mm -hmm. We've cracked the conspiracy, folks. Uh, Rooney's the premier musical project of singer-songwriter Robert Schwartzman. Sure. Does that sound familiar?
0: Oh, my God. Is he related to Jason Schwartzman?
1: Would that explain why his hair looks like that? (gasps) Let me click on this Evan. Robert Schwartzman is an American filmmaker, director, screenwriter, actor, and music. He's best known for directing Dreamland, The Unicorn, and The Argument.
0: Evan, Jason Schwartzman is in the band that performs California. (gasps) He's in Phantom Planet.
1: Oh my god. Early life. Los Angeles, uh, Polish Jews... Oh Older my- brother Jason Schwartz.
0: Holy fucking shitballs.
1: Holy fucking shitballs. <laughs> this goes all the way to the top. <laughs> Holy shit. Now, aren't you glad I Googled it?
0: I am glad. For anyone who has not actually seen this episode and might be confused by this whole tangent, (laughs) Rooney is a band. um, The kids in a later scene go see Rooney all together in a fun group teen road trip.
1: Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Rooney is in this episode. Yes.
0: <laughs> I think my little conspiracy brain kind of activated when I saw their hair mm-hmm. because it looks exactly like Jason Schwartzman. It was did. very
1: Jason. Sch-
0: Jason. J- J- J-
1: <laughs> okay,
0: so we're back talking with Jimmy and Haley. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yes, Haley's Haley- like Jimmy.
1: Cooper, look
0: who it is. Haley, they're kind of like commiserating over the fact that they're both kind of fuck ups. Right. And Haley is like, hey, remember when you used to babysit me? And that's like an important, like, we're going to drop a pin there Mm -hmm. and come back to it later Mm -hmm. because it gets weird and gross later.
1: (laughs) Sure do. Uh
0: Uh-huh. And Haley is like, I used to love watch. No. Um. Jimmy is like, you used to love watching Silver Spoons. And she's like, no, it was the Golden Girls. And there's a thing. And this is very disrespectful to Rue McClanahan because she was 52 mm-hmm. in the filming of these series. And every, yeah. every single character, and there's more than one, who references the Golden Girls in this episode. Yeah. is like, she was 70. It was great.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The disrespect.
1: To be fair to Rue McClanahan also, even though she was only 52, Let's not kid ourselves. She could play 70, and that's why the fuck she was fucking cast.
0: They also styled all of them. Oh, for sure. Way, way older than they were, and that was the whole point. Um, Jimmy and Haley make plans to hang out later that night, and that is the end of that scene. And guess who's back?
1: Oh <gasps> Yeah! This was actually, we knew this because they were both, because everybody was in the opening credit sequence. It was Uh the longer version of the opening credit sequence because everybody's in this one. Um, But yeah, we're at school. We're leaving school for the day. Ryan comes upon Luke. Luke. Who's having some car trouble. Somebody slashed his tires. Ryan's like, do you want some help? Luke's like, Luke's, Luke. (laughs) Lupus is like, yup. (laughs) He's like, yeah. So then, some fucking high school hockey bros are by, are leaving.
0: Yep, they could be rugby bros. They could be hockey bros. They're they're uh, they're bros.
1: They're wearing their team jersey of the sports. Yes, that they're in. That's the a school ball. that they attend.
0: And they make a reference to Luke's dad bending over. Yeah, they're
1: like it's a it's a very strained terrible joke. They're like, hey, Luke, maybe your dad could help you with that flat tire. He'd like bending over. Like what?
0: That's not even... If you're gonna be homophobic, make the joke actually land. Yeah, it's
1: just... It's not good. None of it's good.
0: It's very bad.
1: Luke, is like, Luke does like a grimace. He says to Ryan, New Year's resolution, punch people less. Yes. <laughs> and Ryan's like, hey, that's also my resolution.
0: <laughs> Which... We didn't even uh, consider that when we were making up the resolutions for them last episode.
1: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. uh, Get into fewer fistfights.
0: It means we haven't fully committed to these characters.
1: We're not in the mindset. Well, shit. Also, how many fucking episodes has it been now since Ryan threw a punch? 150. (laughs) What I'm saying is, if memory serves... Earlier in this fucking season, he punched someone in every goddamn episode. Uh It was an inevitability. The
0: last time he punched was with Luke. Was it? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. The tandem punch.
1: Yeah! Remember? Where it was like, you know what I like about rich kids? Nothing. Punching with them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Choreographing our punches.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah! So Like we're
0: a Nitra in this epi- season wow. of Drag Race. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Topical. Um. So... Although that was a really an amazing, an amazing thing. The talent in that, in this season is ridiculous. So. And Nitra's
0: at least top three, everybody. I'm calling it right now.
1: um, Ryan's like, the tire can wait. Let's get out of here. And Luke's like, yeah, that sounds good. Um, Cut to. uh,
0: This is when he drags him over to hang out with Seth. And Seth is all pissy because he was like, I thought this was going to be Seth and Ryan time. He's like,
1: this is not Seth and Ryan time. This is Seth and Luke and Ryan time.
0: Which, fair
1: Yeah, totally fair Because also, you know, let's not shit ourselves Luke has been an utter monster to Seth Cohen (laughs) Earlier in this season It's
0: Ryan is showing a lot of growth Just across the board In this episode He is is becoming closer and closer To the little version of Sandy Cohen
1: (laughs) Mini Cohen Mini Cohen uh, it's great. So Luke is playing. I think you called it. Is it Madden? Madden. Yeah. For like, PlayStation. Yeah, I'm playing. Is sp- yeah because Seth says why even? Pl-? He's like, what does he say? Why even have a PlayStation if you're
0: just going to play the sports games? On yeah, the PlayStation? yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, Luke is like, yeah, I'm making a tackle. <laughs> to- yeah.
0: Oh, I really tackled that guy. And at one point he's like, Seth, come here. You got to see how hard I hit this guy. I basically tore this guy in half.
1: And Seth's like,
0: right there, buddy.
1: (laughs) So yeah, Seth's trying to get alone time with Ryan because he wants to talk about, he wants to ask Ryan's opinion on how he should break the news that he and Anna are dating to Summer.
0: Oh, earlier in... believe it was the breakfast nook scene they had a brief aside he was like okay so i've narrowed it down to a few ways i could call i could text on my blackberry blackberry placement or i could send a carrier
1: pigeon that is that is later that's after we went to oliver's okay but that's fine. Okay. Yeah. But it and connects yeah. with that. Brian is like, you're a coward. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, yes, I am. <laughs> I do really appreciate how the relationships, the friendships, and the brotherhoods, you know, and the various, and the who's nots, and the what's wits are, are developing among these characters.
0: Yes. Okay. The phone rings while a they ring, are...
1: ring. Yes. Who is it? It's Marissa. Oh, yeah, because... That's right. They had an earlier conversation... Um, Ryan and Marissa at school were like, are we becoming that couple that does everything together? And doesn't have any friends left? And they're just like... And so they decide they're going to not spend the evening together. Yes. Yes. That's why Ryan was going to have him and Seth time. Marissa, we don't know what the fuck she was going to do. So now...
0: Which is absolutely a thing, a concern that high school couples have.
1: (laughs) Right, bitches? You don't live together. And
0: definitely not 30-year-old writers who are writing this relationship. Hundo P. Just you stuck the landing, guys. Very good. So Marissa is with... Oliver. Oliver and Oliver has ordered too much Moroccan food Mm -hmm. so Marissa wants to know if Ryan wants to come eat Moroccan food Mm -hmm. we're gonna pause here again because is Moroccan food specific enough to have its own cuisine that's cause I heard them eating couscous and kefta Kefta.
1: And um, there was another thing that I can't remember. Yeah. Well, okay, Kafta I get at um, Shwarma House.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, couscous, obviously, you can get it a lot of different... We can get it at Sherazade.
0: I just find it very interesting that, that they were specifically like, this is Moroccan food.
1: I mean, I'm, yes, of course, Moroccan food has its own thing, obviously, because... <laughs> every place has its own I mean
0: is it popular or not would it be you know what I'm saying would it have been popular enough what's
1: this Google search what am I asking Google
0: Uh, just say Moroccan restaurant Milwaukee is Moroccan food according to Wikipedia
1: Moroccan cuisine is the cuisine of Morocco oh my god yeah okay here we go Um, Moroccan food Milwaukee Wisconsin Found a few places near Milwaukee. Oh, Casablanca is Moroccan. Oh shit. That makes perfect sense. Oh shit. I feel shitty for not knowing that. Well,
0: it's been a while since we went to Casablanca. Uh
1: shout out Casablanca. Sponsor us. <laughs> That'd be fucking great. Send us some kefta. <laughs> I don't think they do kefta there, do they?
0: Well then, they're not Moroccan. Oh are my they? god.
1: Anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. She's like, oh yeah, okay, this is great. She's like,
0: we're doing Moroccan food.
1: And then um uh, Oliver sneaks up behind.
0: Why is your voice for Marissa just edging closer and closer to Miss Piggy? <laughs> <Hi-ya>!
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, I do a pretty good high. That was really good. <laughs>
0: um. Jim Henson Company
1: sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, while Marissa's on the phone with Ryan, she's like, "I'm at Oliver's," and Ryan's like, "You're at Oliver's." She's like, "Yeah, you got too much Moroccan food." And and then while while she's gonna say something, Oliver sneaks up behind her and is like, "You've got to try this," and he like feeds her. And she's and so then we cut back to Ryan and the sound on the phone is like, "Oh, mm, oh, that's really good," and he's like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> She's like, oh, we're eating Moroccan food. Would you like to come over here? You're coming over here. Okay, see you See you soon. Bye.
0: To Marissa's, like, this isn't explicitly, this is implied, I think, that she does not want to be alone with Oliver. Mm-hmm. So that's why she calls him. They don't delve deeply enough into that, but I think... For also reasons that we will get into in a few minutes, Oliver is not a good guy to be alone with.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're Marissa we're or still anybody not, else. We're, the, okay, coming from my perspective, because I haven't seen all the show like you have, but I'm still not sure why <laughs> Oliver isn't a great guy. But yeah, we're getting a vibe like something's not quite Yeah, Hundo P with Yeah, with Ali V.
0: Oh, oh Oliver.
1: So um, <laughs> Ryan's like, uh, hey guys, to um, Seth and Luke, uh, you guys like Moroccan? <laughs> and then we we cut to fucking uh, Oliver's goddamn penthouse mm-hmm. where they are eating Moroccan food.
0: They're basically sitting in a 1970s style conversation pit.
1: Right, yeah. And Oliver is negging um, Ryan. Yeah. Just ceaselessly.
0: Yeah. You, oh you haven't been snowboarding oh have you been to Paris oh the Louvre is terrible the Mona Lisa is the size of a postage stamp
1: you really need to go to the what's the museum he says they have to go to
0: Champs uh, the Winston something
1: the Lou Winston the? I don't know <laughs> right yeah he's like oh you've never been snowboarding in the Alps no fucking course Ryan Atwood has never been snowboarding in the fucking Alps, Oliver. He's from Chino for Christ's sake. He can't afford to snowboard in the Alps in his fucking dreams. Uh-huh. So yeah, and like, he's not he's not negging him in a way that's like He's not nagging him in a way that Marissa would pick up on, right? Because you know he's like, "Oh, what do you think of the couscous?" and Oliver and uh, uh, Ryan's like, "Oh, it's really good." And Oliver says, "That's not the couscous. That's the kefta. That's a different thing." Uh huh. So like, because Marissa grew up with money and experiencing these things, um, and Marissa and Luke, it is I should say, are very comfortable right now. Yeah, they're having a great fucking time, as is Seth.
0: Because they're all talking about the snowboarding and the whatnot and the hoo-ha and Mm -hmm. the Alps and all the things that they've been through. They are
1: peers. Yes. Ryan is not. Right. And also Ryan does not like how chummy Oliver is getting with Marissa. And
0: the faces that Ryan is making (laughs) throughout this whole scene. It's like Moroccan food consisted entirely of lemons. And he had to suck them.
1: So Ryan is not having a great time um
0: throughout this whole scene the rock music of the 2003s (laughs) is playing on the stereo and i think there's a bit of dialogue where no that's later never mind when ryan and marissa are in a scene together listening to vernie he's like turn it up yeah we'll we'll get there um So the rock music is playing, and it's Rooney, and this very organic dialogue
1: happens. (laughs) Gosh,
0: did you hear that this band is playing tonight? I know. It's sold out. If only we could go. And then Oliver just happens to have the hookup to the backstage.
1: He knows somebody's manager or something like that? Because of fucking course he does? Yes. Um, And he keeps sort of offhandedly talking about how, like, oh, you know, my parents aren't here because they're opening a bunch of new hotels in Switzerland.
0: No, Paris, because that's how they start talking about Paris. Oh, that's
1: right. And that's how Marissa is like,
0: I love the Paris. I could be on the Champs-Élysées too
1: Oh, Champs Yes. She doesn't sing that, but. No. Oh, Champs But you're going to. Oh, you know. I don't actually know how it goes <laughs> after that, so I can spare everybody. Do you know how it
0: goes? I do. <gasps> I'm not going to sing it. Okay.
1: Well, we don't believe you, though.
0: Too late. Good job. Thank you. Good job. Thanks. Um, this article that I am using for reference, thank you anonymouseagle.com for having the notes that I don't want to take anymore.
1: Um, Oh, my God. It only took 15 episodes for you to stop giving a shit.
0: (laughs) It's not that I don't give a shit. It just takes so much more time to pause and take a note and pause and take a note. And someone who has never listened to a episode of this podcast and never will kicked me off of the family hulu access on my phone so i can no longer do premature note-taking john holy
1: shit shots
0: fired oh my god So
1: Yeah, he's like, we should all go.
0: And this article says, hey, remember when Rooney was a thing?
1: And no. (laughs) No. No. I don't remember that shit at all.
0: Nope.
1: So he's like, yeah, we should all go. And they're all like, yeah. Everyone is like,
0: yes, we... We're gonna have a teenager night for teenagers. It's gonna be like in that 70s show,
1: which hasn't happened yet. At that band that everyone obviously loves. We love that Called Rooney. Yes. Did you guys hear it? Was the band called Rooney? And uh, Oliver's like,
0: maybe you should go to Sam Goody (laughs) to look up and see whether they have the debut album by Rooney. (laughs) Who's the brother of Jason Schwartzman. On Geffen Records. On Geffen Records. Um, I bet they made it to Geffen <laughs> Records on their own marriage. Shit.
1: So uh, Oliver's like, right guy, yeah? And Ryan's like, yeah, sweet. <laughs> he's obviously not into it, but he's playing. he's playing nice.
0: Because he does not want Marissa to be alone. With this Oliver. None of us want Marissa to be alone
1: with this Oliver. No. None of us. No. Whatever, man. Whatever, man.
0: A little bit, I think not even Oliver
1: wants Marissa to be alone with him. Did we, 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 we skipped over the scene in school where Seth and Anna are being all cutesy in the library.
0: Did, I feel like that might be later, but. Is it? It's hardly worth talking about.
1: Well, I just want to talk about it briefly.
0: Oh yeah, because Anna is, is like, the what when the fuck are you going to tell also, Summer?
1: Yeah, it's the sort of what the fuck is Anna wearing corner. But I guess we could talk about that later.
0: Oh is right, that a, is
1: that a roundup? Is or is that a
0: that's that's in?
1: Is that in the in the conversation of the flow of the show? Yes. Okay, in the what the fuck is Anna wearing corner. When we are in the library, Anna and Seth are being very goofy cute together. Mm-hmm. He's like, clo- he's like flipping the, they're studying and he's like flipping the pages on her book and she's like, don't make me. And he's like, make you what? And she's like, hurt you. And she's like poking him and he's like grabbing her fingers and they're like. <laughs> and then they have to like stop suddenly because summer is coming. Uh huh. And she's like, you have to tell her. You have to tell her that we're dating.
0: Uh-huh. Blah.
1: Anyway, so, okay, she's wearing a...
0: So, we're gonna...
1: Cerule- no.
0: We're gonna pause to insert the What the Fuck is Anna Wearing Corner theme song. What music. is the What
1: the Fuck is Anna Wearing
0: Corner theme song again? Uh, you're gonna come up with it in well, the interim.
1: We'll do it right now. Bub up ba but up what the fuck <laughs> is Anna Wearing...
0: This is just the Mario theme song. You can do better than that. Okay, we'll insert this later. <laughs> I might not insert shit. It's going to be great. Um, It's like a cap sleeve yellow t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And we can't really see what it says, but it's something department.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like peachy yellow. Uh-huh. Of uh, course, she's layered.
0: Layered over a like flesh-colored pink long long-sleeve tee, and then on top of the tee, yes, she has a long
1: scarf. That's about this. It's what would you re- describe that color as?
0: It's, it's
1: lapis lazuli. Like, no,
0: like robin's egg blue.
1: Like, uh, no, it's certainly not fucking robin's like egg blue like sky blue. It's darker than a sky blue what is cerulean what what does cerulean look like
0: cerulean is not actually blue it's green yeah yeah show me
1: cerulean
0: orange you glad we looked up colors in an audio meeting Oh,
1: personally there's someone named emmy cerulean great show me the color cerulean to wikipedia azure is the color between cyan and blue yeah no her, it's it's way. yeah her thing is more actually more green even than this anyway but it does match the bracelet that she's wearing over her long sleeve tee.
0: it's like someone murdered a scarf or a
1: curtain <laughs> i don't know it's cute
0: there are tassels the scarf is very very long and like wrapped around her neck multiple times mm-hmm. like to where you think it's the um, way they used to signify chokers in ye olden times where like your head won't fall off. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. What the fuck is happening?
1: Are you talking about the green scarf? The 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 the, 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 the scary story that children tell each other yes. around the campfire? Yes.
0: But also, wasn't it like chokers became popular in the French Revolution because it was something about being beheaded?
1: Was it? Yeah. Shall I Google that? I'm not going to spend all fucking no. episode Googling no.
0: shit. Anyway. Also, fuck Google. It's like somebody murdered a, a curtain, and there are tassels at the very end of the scarf that match the pink.
1: Yeah, but it's super cute it, for sure. I whatever. I think it's extremely cute. It's very unique. And uh, I mean, that's it's you would it's be wearing
0: junkos right now if you could.
1: Yeah, whatever, whatever, man. It doesn't that doesn't make my opinion about the way she's dressed any I'm less saying, valid.
0: I'm saying you have your dress sensibility has frozen in time to that specific time.
1: Well, I mean, whatever you know that's not me disagreeing with you but you know <laughs> you- maybe maybe I just hearken back because it was a simpler time when I didn't have to pay taxes yes you know how it is
0: so the I asked the, about the bracelet, I asked if it was duct tape, and you were like, no, it's a bracelet. And that's it's a it. bracelet. Are you sure? You can see from it the other a,
1: side that it's a bracelet. But
0: it is a bracelet that looks remarkably like duct tape. And this concludes what? the what the, the fuck is Anna wearing No, corner. it looks like
1: it's lapis. No. It really looks like... Uh, now I need... To, I'm sorry. No. I won't apologize. <laughs> you just Show me lapis lazuli. <laughs> Not Emmy! Not Emmy Lapis Lazuli, you fucking thing! Yeah, I'm right. She has a Lapis Lazuli bracelet on. Fine. I don't care. It looks like duct tape. (laughs) What sort of fucking she-she Lapis Lazuli duct tape do you have?
0: It looks like blue-ass duct tape. What the fuck?
1: (laughs) Okay, so that was the what the fuck is Anna wearing corner.
0: Okay. Okay, so... Sequentially, we're back at the next morning after they've all decided to go to the Rooney concert, and this is when Seth is running his ideas for breaking up. Correct. Not breaking up for... Correct. Breaking, breaking up is too. hard to
1: do. Yes, and Ryan is wearing his tank top, and he's eating? Is he eating breakfast? Yes, he's eating eggs. Yes, they're in the breakfast nook.
0: Is this? Is he eating eggs because uh, Haley took the rest of the cornflakes i'm assuming yeah yes
1: yeah okay uh what's his name sits down is like okay carrier pigeon okay not telling her at all okay
0: blackberry placement
1: waiting (laughs) waiting for friday waiting for the following monday waiting for the weekend Mm -hmm. everybody's working for the weekend yes um and ryan's like you're a coward and seth is like yes yes and Ryan's like, just fucking tell her. Tell her now. It's yes. not going to be a big deal. And he's like, she'll kill me. What did he say? He mentioned her rage blackouts again? Yes. I wonder if that's a thing that's going to come up again.
0: I wonder if it is.
1: So help me if you spoil me for further rage blackouts. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it literally matter. Literally nothing matters. <laughs> nothing on this fucking planet matters anymore. You,
0: you have multiple times told me that you would care more about this show if you liked it. <laughs> so I am going to spoil the fuck out of it.
1: No, I don't. Don't. No, no spoilers. It, I do like it. In I the would sense like to
0: of, be surprised. Okay, fine, 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 fine. There may or may not be Rage
1: Blackouts. Thank you. We don't know. I appreciate you.
0: Thanks. So um, Marissa, they, they have that conversation and then that transitions to Marissa in the pool house with Ryan, that's when she's playing him. Yeah. Early.
1: And it's super cute because he's never heard her, he's not familiar with the band, so mm-hmm. she is playing the whole first album. If
0: we recall, Ryan doesn't really listen to music. Mm-hmm. Ryan's favorite band is Journey. Is it? Uh huh.
1: I don't remember that. He, or he said he likes Journey. You'd think I would remember that. You did. But yeah, he doesn't really listen to music.
0: Which is... Just very, I know there are people who don't, who aren't super into music, but like, it's very strange to think about.
1: You probably couldn't afford music, wouldn't you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, there was a big stretch of time when I was in the time of my youth where I should have been downloading all of the things from Kazaa.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: But I was too poor to afford my own internet connection i remember very specifically um going to yield rip yield and bringing my 40 pound laptop (laughs) because i really wanted to download the new girl talk album nice but yields wi-fi kept crapping out
1: yep yep so R I P yield.
0: R I P yield. Was it on Brady? No.
1: Was it on Farwell?
0: It was on Kenilworth. It would. It's where uh, Merge is now.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Uh, that that predates. Weird. It's weird that it was called Yield and now it's called Merge. <gasps> they're both fucking. I wonder if they did that on purpose. They're not related at all, though. Merge is a Korean restaurant, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's very funny.
1: That's fucking weird. Anyway. Oh. Anyway.
0: We have 100% doxed ourselves. If anybody didn't know, we were recording this from Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
1: Bitch, we said earlier fucking in this episode, we were like, weather, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, or whatever <laughs> the fuck. The price of fucking Rooney tickets, Milwaukee, yes. Wisconsin.
0: <laughs> so, um,
1: there... That's great. She's introducing him to Rooney. Yeah.
0: What does? What is the question that she asks him where he's like... Turn up the music. Turn it up really loud. Um, Instead of wanting to answer it.
1: She's like, is somebody jealous? Yes. Of Oliver. Yes. And
0: yes, obviously he's fucking jealous.
1: Yeah. Because you, my girlfriend, are spending a lot of time with this fucking guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, who is not me.
0: Whose girlfriend allegedly exists. Yeah,
1: right? This, this Natalie person uh-huh. who we are supposed to be meeting. Yes. Uh, Marissa says, "Natalie's gonna be there." Blah blah blah. Don't even worry about it. Is somebody jealous? And he's like, "Turn up the music, baby. I want a vibe."
0: And then Marissa says, "Heya." <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Heya. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so the music allows us to transition to Sandy and Kirsten
1: uh, Sandy and Seth.
0: No, Sandy and Kirsten are in the room first because they're talking about is, are, are they going to a satanic ritual? Concert? No you're
1: you're completely wrong. it not. transitions to Sandy and Seth. Sandy is dancing to the music. He's like they're in Seth's room. Sandy is listening to the music. Okay. Okay. Was there
0: a conversation? There was. Yeah. He's like,
1: yeah. See, he says, um, uh, I don't know about this. You guys going to be okay? Are there going to be people doing drugs? And Seth says, I sure hope so. Otherwise, this can be a pretty shitty concert. And uh, he goes, is anybody named Seth going to be doing drugs? And Seth's like, no, of course not. No, Seth Cohen's are going to be doing drugs. He says, I need to keep a clear head. Because this is my first, this is my first date Date with with Anna. Anna. Yeah.
0: Can I also say, Seth's outfit in this concert scene sequence is kind of the genderqueer outfit of my dreams.
1: Oh, yeah. Skinny tie, white shirt. Yep. What else is he wearing?
0: It's kind of like a leather jacket, but not really. It's like a... Halfway between like a blazer and a leather jacket in the cut. Okay, it's kind of short mm-hmm. on his torso. Mm-hmm. See if you put short things on a very long torso,
1: <laughs> it shortens just, the torso. Your
0: eye, it does. Your eye just goes to the part where it's short.
1: <laughs> it's all, it's all just an illusion. <laughs> um, he's like, I need to keep a clear head. Uh Sandy's like, so you've told you've told Summer and Seth's like, no. And Sandy's like, Seth, 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 if you're man enough to be in a real relationship, you're man enough to be a man or something like that.
0: It's all very gender essentialist.
1: You got to tell her about it. Tell her all the things you feel Tell her that you and Anna are dating and that you're not gonna date summer. Whatever. Billy Joel. Yeah. Um, That's
0: how that song goes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and Seth's like, yeah, all right, I'll tell her. On, on Monday. Monday. Yeah.
0: He just wants her to have this. It's like she is on her deathbed with a fucking Make-A-Wish foundation. <laughs> Seth is like, just let her have this one last happy night.
1: Well, no one expects her to be at the Rooney show. <laughs> Nobody expects her to be there. Right. Um, spoiler, she's there. But we'll yes. get to that later. So that is Seth and Sandy uh-huh. having their conversation. Yes. Seth, or sorry, Sandy and earlier in the episode, Sandy and Kirsten were lamenting the fact that they never get any time together anymore. Yes. Uh, Kirsten's like, well, we have moments and they smooch and he's like, I wish we had more moments. And uh, that's when we learn that Haley and what's his name are having plans and the kids are going to be gone. So they're like tonight, tonight. So they're planning to bone tonight. Uh
0: huh. Okay. in the hot tub.
1: Yes. Yes, with some wine. Yes. Yes.
0: Um Is
1: that when they come upon Jimmy and Haley? Or do the first, kids go to the concert first? We're
0: at the concert first. Okay. And the lit, the listener, the viewer in this scene is meant to start having the seeds of doubt sown about Oliver's character more so than previous, because they're trying to get in at the front door, they're asking if Oliver Trask is on the list, and the per- the young lady with the giant earrings is like, I've never heard of Oliver Trask. She's
1: like, who the fuck is Oliver Trask? He's not yep. on the list. Yep. I don't know who the fuck you're talking about.
0: And... uh. Marissa is calling Oliver, and it's going, going to voicemail. to voicemail. And the
1: viewer is like,
0: perhaps Oliver is shady. Right?
1: Maybe something's not what it appears. But
0: then at the last second, Oliver, do they run into him? And so they're, they're leaving. Because
1: yeah. they're like, well, obviously he's not here, so let's go have a fun night. And Anna is like, no matter what happens, we're going to have a fun night. Uh, and Seth's like, oh, ah, but... Uh, this is where fucking summer arrives, and she's like, "Hey, are you guys? And- Hope you're not waiting
0: for me." She looks like a horse. Her hair. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, so how would you describe? Styled- how would you describe Summer's whole look here?
0: Her hair is styled exactly like a horse's mane. <laughs> it is a pulled back ponytail. With a uh, very poofy, not bangs, but the what?
1: Yeah, the, what would you call that? Like a big poofy crown, crown, pumpy, yep. puffed up sort of. Yep. There's a there's a pumper or a puffer or whatever. The there was that infomercial for those things that you could put under your hair to give you to give you volume.
0: I'm surprised there wasn't an aside between her and Marissa. <laughs> Summer, how did you get your hair to be so large and puffy? Well
1: (laughs) well, I've got my plumper I called (laughs) 1-800-PLUMPER They gave me five for the cost of two They gave me the toning cream for free Shipping and handling was only $90
0: Anyway I get more for (laughs) $2500 a
1: month it's the it's the Plumper a Month Club. They give me a different size and shape every month. On the 18th of every month, which
0: is yes. weird. So it's on the lunar calendar. Summer's here. She looks like a horse. And that means... It has thrown a definitive wrench into yep. the plan of yep. have a date with Anna, break yep. it to Summer later. Yep. Um,
1: and then... Seth is obviously schwitzing, and yep. Anna's
0: like... You didn't fucking tell him yet. Yep. Nah. And they're all in the back parking lot. And this is when Rooney, the band, shows up. Well, first we see fucking
1: Oliver. He comes through a back gate and he's like, Yeah, no, that's. that's Where have we, you been? That's what I'm... I told you guys. Back door. And, and they're like... like, No, you didn't. <laughs> uh, and he's <laughs> like, Well, come on in. And then, yeah, fucking the actual goddamn band, the Rooney, comes up in their fucking van or whatever.
0: I, the Rooney. Picture,
1: you know what I love just super quickly. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, Jonah and then you can describe is... Rooney. Um, everybody is already at the show, right? Yep, the band and all of their gear are not there yet. Like, that would not happen oh. with a band of this size, baby girl. Their gear would have been there, maybe they would know. You think the whole band and all of their gear would like the band I could see getting stoned somewhere, but their fucking gear would have already fucking been there for setup and sound check. Evan? What?
0: I waited two hours for Interpol.
1: Yeah, but Interpol's shit was there. No. How do you know that?
0: I don't know that. Yeah, because you're know- wrong, because their oh. shit
1: was absolutely there. Interpol was not there, but their shit was fucking there.
0: This is the hill you're going to die on? No, I'm
1: not going to die on this hill. I don't <laughs> give a shit about this hill. I'm being a contentious prick. <laughs> this hill is not my hill.
0: Unless you're Shania Twain. You're
1: correct. You're correct, and I'm wrong. And I'm not even kidding about that. You, I'm not even, like... I'm not even, like, seeding territory. But you're, you're obviously
0: correct. But you're ta- your, your, your tone of voice makes it sound like you still think
1: you're correct. I have resting bitch voice. You do have You know that. <laughs> it's just how I sound. Okay, describe Rooney. The strokes. Yeah? They're just the strokes. They're the strokes mixed with Jason Schwartzman. And and
0: several poodles,
1: <laughs> right? Like some of the guitarists look like they want to be in almost famous. Uh huh. Um, the Schwartzman just looks like a Schwartzman.
0: There are too many guitarists. There are too many people in this
1: band. There's like eight. Yeah, there's so many fuckers in this band. Yeah, it's like why are there so many of you? Yeah. There's a fucking keyboardist. There's like a xylophonist. It's Uh very confusing. So
0: they all are like, sorry, we're late. And they walk past Oliver. Oliver. And they're like,
1: hey, man. Hey. They're like shaking hands with him.
0: Yep. We're Rooney. Hey, we're Rooney.
1: Right. And all the kids have to uh, do their best to appear very starstruck. They're like, oh, my gosh, it's Rooney. Yep. It's the guys. Yeah. That's the Rooney. Yeah. Oh my God! We get to see the Rooney. They're there, they look at their hair.
0: From what I know about every band of this ilk and stature that toured in the two thousand and threes, this is not an accurate scene because at least one of them would have stopped in their tracks to pursue the underage girl <laughs> <just> standing there. <laughs> Rooney's lawyers do not sponsor us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the law firm of Schwartzman Schwartzman Schwar- and Rooney Schwar- <laughs> <laughs> perfect <laughs>
0: so Natalie. They, all get,
1: they all get let in yes oh yes please yes
0: Natalie is Oliver quote had a fight with Natalie the long distance thing is hard end quote
1: uh-huh. mm-hmm. no one has clapped eyes on this Natalie character yep. literally nobody yep
0: so now all of the kids are in the concert, and we switch back to Sandy and Kirsten, like, being very gleeful that the house is empty and making the plans with the wine in the hot tub.
1: They are such horn dogs right now. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, you don't even know what's going to happen to you. <laughs> I'm going to fucking pitch a goddamn pup tent down there. I'm just going to... It's gonna be like when we were following the Rolling Stones all over again. <laughs> this is gonna, this is gonna be fucking Woodstock '99 in your no. goddamn hoo ha down there. No, it's gonna be. Oh,
0: I object. This is
1: gonna be a sandy day. No, sandy weather.
0: They absolutely would have followed the Grateful Dead.
1: Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. I'm
0: pretty sure that they made reference to in like episode two or three when they were deadheads or whatever. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. So your lore <laughs> is inaccurate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna scale K two. This is what's gonna <laughs> happen tonight. I'm gonna cut your bangs.
0: <laughs> but. I <laughs> got.
1: Started to do his voice for extended periods of time. Sorry, <laughs> yes, except they get into the living room and... Guess who's
0: there? Who's fucking there? Hayley and Jimmy. And what the fuck are they doing, Sarah? They have a pizza and Operation the board game. And they
1: are watching,
0: watching the Golden, Golden Girls. Girls. Yes,
1: correct. Because there is a...
0: Marathon. On... Whatever. That's some channel. Lifetime.
1: Lifetime? Yeah, I think it's Lifetime. And that's hilariously, the Golden Girls marathon on Lifetime comes up later in the episode. Pro- I promise you, it comes back and it's just as fucking weird as you think it is. It makes less sense than you think it even would make, uh-huh. listener. Less fucking sense than you even think it would make.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Anyway, um, so Haley says, yeah, they were going to go out, but then... She got the idea that she wanted to watch the the fucking the
0: Golden Girls marathon
1: and play all of their old board games
0: that they play. She played with Jimmy when Jimmy when he was
1: used to babysitting babysit her. her, and that's so fucking weird, Being gross. It's so weird. Uh-huh. So he's playing Operation, and they're watching the Golden Girls, and she's like, "Oh sweet, it's the one where Rose gets the pig." Yep. Yep. And so, um, fucking, uh, she's like, you guys should join us, Kirsten and Sandy. And Sandy's eyes are like, over my dead fucking body. And Kirsten's like, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Let's do it. You guys. And so they fucking do. Uh Uh-huh. And And it just kills me because I just want them to bone.
0: Haley starts making... Sassy comments about the Newport Group houses. That and comes
1: later. That comes later. Not
0: that much later.
1: I mean, do you want to talk about it now? You yeah. can if you want to. Technically, just chronologically, it comes later. We can talk about now. We can talk about now. But it comes later because it leads to the fight.
0: I'm talking about the fight.
1: I think we should talk about the fight later when it comes up chronologically. The fight comes up now. The f- no, it doesn't. Not when she introduces them to hang out. She introduces them to hang out. And we go back to the to the show for a little while.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: absolutely. No, we don't. Oh my God! Yes, Kirsten and Sandy uh, get invited to hang out with them, and then we go back to the show for a little bit. Then we go back to the fight. I mean it hardly matters. We you know we're going to be talking about it eventually anyway, so we can talk about it now. I'm just saying they don't they don't fly immediately from being invited to hang out to jumping into a fight.
0: No, the sequence of events is as follows. Haley picks a fight with Sandy about the home that, that she is currently staying in and Sandy gets really annoyed that and tells her she's acting like a small child essentially
1: that happens later though
0: and then she exits and says you won't have me to kick around anymore or something to that effect and then we jump to the concert
1: no Yes. That's fine. It's not how it happens, but it's okay. That's how it happens. It doesn't actually matter. That's how it happens. It's not how it happens at all. So now we're backstage at the concert. (laughs) Everyone's, uh, Oliver is handing out um, all access passes. Uh Uh-huh. And all the kids are like, this is great.
0: Someone hands Luke a
1: guitar. Yeah. Because Luke's like, I love guitar." (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. yeah, Oliver's like, do you play? Because there's some guy, just some schmuck, is back there playing guitar. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And there's a spare sitting on the chair next to him. And Oliver's like, do you play? And Luke's like, well, there is this song that I've been writing. And yeah, Oliver hands him the guitar and he's like, really sweet. Luke is just a big, dumb. He's a big. He's a himbo. He's a himbo idiot in this. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess, it, yeah. What? It
0: kind of, not to spoil. But the rest of Luke's existence is affable himbo. Okay. On this
1: show. Okay.
0: And you know what? That's great.
1: Yeah. It's great oh, for him. What was happening in the scene where he was playing Madden? Uh-huh. Um, Seth was like, Luke's got a gay dad. Luke's got a gay dad. Luke's got a gay dad. Here I come, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so Luke starts playing this song that he's been writing. And of course, it's terrible, but like. He's got He's really earnest about
0: it. He's really earnest and he's got the kind of voice where you would think that whatever song he's singing would have ended up on the OC soundtrack.
1: <laughs> it's He's a good singer. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: It's weird. It's weird and not in his character.
1: <laughs> no, not even a little bit. But, but we're running with it. Yeah, this show obviously doesn't care at this point anymore about the Luke character because yep. he's not competition right. for Ryan anymore. And he's totally cool with yeah. Ryan and Marissa being dating. Yeah. Like, he's completely fine with it now. Yeah. Um, so he starts singing at the thing. Um. We hand out backstage passes to Seth and Anna. Uh-huh. And Anna's like, when the fuck are you going to tell Summer?
0: Yep. Yeah. And Seth is like... Nah, rah, 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 rah. So yeah. This is when um, Summer says she has to go to the bathroom. And Anna is like, I'll go with
1: you. Nope. That's way later. That nope. is way... Oh, my God. No. Um... This is the point where, so they're just, they're just talking a little. You, this article that you're looking at is incorrect. I'm sorry, but we just watched the show. It not like, it super doesn't matter. Obviously, we can talk about these things, but that happens way later in this initial scene where Luke is playing guitar and Seth and Anna are talking. Anna, Anna excuses herself. She's like, I'm going to go get us some drinks. You guys should talk, and she excuses herself. And Summer is like, "What are we talking about?"
0: Oh, this episode is also sponsored by Mountain Dew because it's the only thing that yeah. The kids every time drink someone the excuses show.
1: themselves to go get drinks, which happens multiple times, they just get Mountain Dew's for everybody. Why? So if you remember, Summer is like, "What are we talking about?" Blah blah blah. What the fuck? We're at a Rooney concert. Hey, I'm Summer and Seth. Uh, like, you think he might be saying something, but every single time Anna comes up, he's like, w- what, Anna? Anna and me? Anna, we're not nothing. What? What are you even insinuating? Nope. Anna's nothing to me. I- I'm Seth Cohen. Like, he's completely incapable of saying anything. We bounce around a lot in this scene where people are... Uh, there's a lot of just sort of... There's a lot of people backstage, first mm-hmm. off. There's a shit ton of people backstage. To, and it makes it seem to me like the backstage pass was not actually that big a deal. Cause it seems like there are as many people backstage as there are not backstage. Uh-huh. There might actually be more people backstage than there are at the fucking concert. Normally who paid for tickets. So we bounce back and forth a lot, um, to Seth being incapable of saying anything to summer. Um, Ryan being generally jealous of things that Oliver is doing. Um It is after that scene where everyone gets their season passes, their season passes, they're all access passes that we go back to um Sandy and Kirsten and Jimmy and Haley. And that's where they start their little tiff. So Haley is really just laying it on. She's like, um, she's saying things like, you know, um, like everyone is trying to be cordial and have a good time. And Haley is saying things like, well, you know, you're, you're just daddy's little slave. Like literally he call she calls Kirsten their father's slave. Um, and she says, um, like Sandy's, uh, Kirsten is trying to excuse herself because it's getting late. Uh, She says, I've got to do a show home tomorrow. And Haley is like, what does she say? She says like, um, Oh yeah, that's just what this fucking place needs. Another show home. Um, And Sandy's like,
0: like the one you're staying in.
1: Yeah. And that's where they have their tiff. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, what he says, you know, you're not even good to your sister and she's the only reason that we're putting up with you. Uh-huh. And he's not wrong. And that's where she knocks over Connect Four like a fucking child uh-huh. and storms off.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And Jimmy's like,
0: Wop, whop, whop. I dispute this timeline thoroughly, but moving on.
1: We can watch it again.
0: No, we're not watching it. And again. I will
1: be 100% correct.
0: You are, I'm going to.
1: Just so you know. Poke
0: you in the nose.
1: Yeah, and I will deserve it. But I'll still be right. <laughs> so then we go back again. Ooh, before that, though, there was a commercial break where Oliver was seen on the phone with somebody. And he said something like, I don't give a damn. Just make sure that it's here and mm-hmm. that it's good. So we know that Oliver is doing something.
0: So now this is when Anna says, I'm going to the bathroom and turns her head and mouths to Seth. I'm telling her.
1: Yeah. She says, I have to pee. Do you have to pee? (laughs) So someone just brought a bunch of Mountain Dews. Yep. Was it Summer or Seth? Somebody brought a bunch of Mountain Dews. Um, Which is the color
0: of pee? So probably they looked at it and were like, "Oh, that's right, Pavlov Pavlov's peeing.
1: <laughs> she's like, "Oh, I have to go pee, Summer. Do you want to? You want to pee with me? Let's go pee." Yeah, and then she's like, "I'm telling her," and Seth's face is like, "I'm gonna be killed." Yep, dead man walking. So then they're in the bathroom,
0: and Summer starts. Just fucking randomly singing the fucking theme song to the Golden Girls. This was the episode, I think, where they, the producers wanted to, just in case this television show was not embraced by the masses, they wanted to show that that summer could sing, and Luke could sing, and they could do tours of malls.
1: And Anna could sing too.
0: Yes, because Anna,
1: like a totally normal teenage girl,
0: joins in. <laughs> Look, we—if we were theater kids, we would have been singing "Golden Girls." You are a theater
1: kid. Oh yeah, I am. And here's the other funny thing. You and I sing the theme song of Golden Girls to each other all the goddamn time. It's true. (laughs) Except we change the lyrics to whatever the thing is we're doing. Like, thank you for doing the dishes. Yes. Or thank you for doing the laundry. Yes. Or thank you for making me cookies.
0: It's, excuse me, it's an iconic theme song. It's an
1: iconic goddamn theme song. Uh Uh-huh. So they're singing it in the bathroom (coughs) and Summer's like,
0: (laughs) Oh my God! The Golden girls, girls are
1: so awesome. And they there's a Lifetime. The golden Girls. She's like specifically, there's a, there's a marathon, Lifetime, and I cannot get that song out of my head. And Anna's like, oh my God, I also love the Golden Girls. And then they spend the next like five minutes talking about their favorite episodes. And of course, this amounts to Anna is obviously incapable of telling Summer.
0: Because... They have bonded over the Golden Girls. How
1: could she break her little pony heart? (laughs) How could she hurt her like that? Yes. (laughs) And so Rooney is fully playing at this point now. Yes. They're actually performing. uh, We get to see like half of two different songs. Yep. Um, Luke is living. Oh, I wanted also to mention this. When they were waiting in line and they were trying to find Oliver, Luke is spending the whole time going, Hey, Cohen, look at that freak. <laughs> he is just calling people freaks left and right as loudly as he possibly can. Yep. He's living. Yes. So he's also loving Rudy. Yes. Rudy is singing a song. And what's the chorus of the song? I don't care. Yeah, no one cares. But Luke is like, yeah, chorus, chorus, chorus. Yep. He's like singing
0: the words. And this is when Seth says, Hey, who sings this song? And Luke yells enthusiastically, (laughs) Rooney! It's the most dad joke that Seth has ever dad joked. I swear to fucking God, my father made this joke at various times when we were singing to some shit in the car. He was like, hey, who sings this? Let's keep it that way. (laughs) So... They're trying to make Fetch happen. Fetch (laughs) is or is not happening to the varying degrees of...
1: Is Rudy Fetch in this? Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. So now we're back with Haley and Jimmy on the steps of the Cohen household. Mm -hmm. And at this point, I had the conscious thought, it's January or February somewhere in this episode. And Haley has bare feet on the front steps. Yep. Gosh, sometimes I would like to live in California. Yep, Yep. California. So they're reminiscing together about how things were so much simpler when they were younger and when they loved to be back in high school. And this leads to the no thank you of this episode because Jimmy and Haley smooch. Yeah. And it's... We are told this timeline is deeply confusing to me. Haley was eight. Yes. When Jimmy was babysitting her.
1: Yeah. And he was in college.
0: Yeah. So that's at least like a 15 year age gap.
1: Yes. Also, it's maybe a little weird to me that he was babysitting Kirsten's eight year old kid sister when he was in college. That's a little weird. Where did they couldn't he go to find college? anyone that was not him to babysit Kirsten's younger sister. Was it like? Is that a metaphor? Like, is that why is that your go-to person? A college-aged boy. Like, huh. that's just weird to me. I don't know if that's gender essentialist of me or not. If it is, I apologize. Just, just a little weird to me. But anyway, yeah. Also, it's a little pathetic, and they do recognize it's a little pathetic that they think their best years were high school. <laughs> uh-huh. Basically. Uh-huh.
0: To Jimmy's credit, he shuts it down. He does. And it's like, neither of us are in a position to be switching upons.
1: And he says something really sort of also, I think, insightful. He's like, um, you know, we don't want Kirsten or Sandy catching us unless that's kind of what you were hoping for. Yeah. Yeah, very insightful Yeah, and he's like, this is weird He doesn't even say this is weird But yeah, he's like, this is inappropriate Which is 100% true Yep. And she's like, I always had a crush on you
0: So now we're back We bounce back to the concert again And Ryan is not into it at all Uh, Luke continues to be very into it
1: (laughs) Oliver and Marissa are jamming out next to each other Yes. And Ryan is like trying to...
0: He's trying to get the attention of the bartender,
1: right? No, that was uh, that, that was, was Seth. Seth. Okay. Ryan, he's like weirdly trapped at the bar. Uh-huh. There's like people that keep bumping into him. He yeah. like can't make it over to Marissa. It's yeah. a little confusing to me. When he does make it to Marissa, he's like trying to talk to her. And, and then, then Oliver he... interrupts and is like, isn't this great? And Marissa's like, yeah, I love this band, Rooney.
0: And then Ryan sort of yanks her into a corner and makes out with her. And she's like, dude, we're missing this show. Yeah. If you want to leave, then you can leave, but not in like a aggressive, she doesn't say it in an aggressive way. Yeah. But also she, it's, she's clearly telegraphing that she wants him to stay and have a good time. And like adhere to the teen experience that she wants everybody to have. Mm hmm. And he's like, all right, no, that's cool. I'll go. Yeah. So he goes and he heads out a side door. Mm-hmm. And this is when we see mm-hmm. somehow mm-hmm. Oliver has made it from the front of the stage in the amount of time, like the three seconds that the Marissa <laughs> and Ryan sidebar took. Yeah. He's being pushed up against a chain link fence by an older man who is... Ryan. A police. Yeah,
1: Ryan is like, get off of him. And the guy's like, hey, I'm a police. And he shows his badge, and Ryan's like, What the fuck's happening? And this guy and he's like, oh no, he doesn't even say Oliver. He's like, This guy just tried to buy three keys of cocaine off of me.
0: Three grams. And
1: he's like, he's going down to the slam house.
0: He's gonna be in the juvie.
1: He's going away. Yep. Commercial break.
0: Oliver tells Ryan to go back inside and, and don't, don't tell, tell anyone.
1: Yeah. Which is a shitty thing to say. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ryan goes and finds Seth. Yep. And is like, uh, I need to.
0: Seth is at the bar trying to get the bartender's attention. This is where that was happening. Three <laughs> to
1: get three Mountain Dews. To get three Mountain Dews. He cannot get the bartender's uh, attention. Ryan appears and uh, the bartender's immediately like, what well, can I get you? And Seth's like, how did you do that? <laughs> and Ryan's like, I'm handsomer than you. He doesn't actually say that, but it's what everyone's thinking.
0: He's got the glowering, give me a drink now
1: vibe <laughs> energy. He yeah. smolders.
0: He, it's not glowering,
1: it's smoldering. smoldering. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely.
0: It's a valuable life skill.
1: I wish I could smolder. I
0: I, I can smolder. You are a good smolderer.
1: Yes. You're quite the smolderer. Thank you. Smolder at me. Oh my God, viewer, she is smoldering. Wow. (laughs) Wow, I've been smoldered at. Um... Ryan's like, I need your keys and your phone. Yep. And Seth is like, all right.
0: Do you remember the days when like one person in your group had a phone (laughs) in case of emergencies? Right. And that phone was like a TX 949. (laughs) It was
1: made by Texas Instruments. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It was primarily a calculator that could also make and receive calls.
0: You could not place any phone calls before five PM.
1: Oh my God! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: So they have the emergency phone in the keys, and uh, Ryan grabs them from Seth, who is upset because the show is finished and they have finished playing their entire album Mm -hmm. back to front. Yep. Front to back. Yep. Which is it's only twelve songs. It's only twelve songs. Aval this is a move that reunited bands do in the 2023 now for nostalgia purposes yeah you don't do that shit when you don't have anything else no either write some more things or learn a cover i was gonna
1: say toss in some covers of fucking classic
0: patty smith or some shit
1: right learn learn that one mountain song (laughs) where you're chopping down mountains with your with your hand by jimi hendrix
0: Ah yes, where you're chopping down mountains with your hand.
1: Isn't there a Jimi Hendrix (laughs) song where he's (laughs) like, "I see you, mountain top, and I'm chipping off with my hand. I'm Jimi Hendrix, wow, something like that." Sure, isn't there? Fucking you know about music! You should know this song! I don't know about Jimi Hendrix. I went up to the mountain and I chopped it with my hand Like a karate man I'm Jimi Hendrix
0: I know a mountain song by Jane's Addiction But that's just because I have PTSD Related to rock band about it
1: Ah uh, yes, that's fair Yes, that's fair.
0: For a brief second Listener In the quarantines We tried to make rock band Work as a karaoke substitute
1: did not work it's a a poor it's a poor substitute it's not the same thing no it's not the same also i think i i think i broke our rock band job set i mean by rock it out too hard you rocked out too hard so uh we cut to sandy and kirsten and he's like apologizing a little bit you know he's like wait 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 this
0: is the Rooney finishes playing their album and Anna spots Seth at the bar. Mm -hmm. And she runs over and is like, did you tell Summer? And Summer pops up behind them and is like, tell me what? Mm -hmm. And this is when the whole shit goes down.
1: Yeah. But not very much shit actually goes down, though
0: summer does not kill seth there are no rage blackouts she is professing to be fine Mm -hmm. do we think she is fine
1: no we absolutely do not think she is fine no because uh anna says that essentially it all comes out that anna went to the new year that she left the new year's party where summer was and went to smooch on seth And Summer says, you know, like, that's not a very Blanche thing of you to do or whatever.
0: Rose wouldn't do that to Blanche, but Blanche would do that to Rose.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Remember, Blanche is a slutty one. Yes.
1: Yes, yes, yes. yes. Rose has a heart of gold. Yes. Is that when we cut to Sandy and Kirsten?
0: Uh, We cut to the
1: jail. No, we cut to Sandy and Kirsten because that's when Sandy gets the telephone call from Ryan. Sure. What was Sandy saying to Kirsten, though? They were having sort of a moment before don't, he got the call. Don't know. They were talking about Haley or something.
0: Yes. Let's make up some dialogue here.
1: <laughs> I don't think I'm the only one that's sired right now. I <laughs> And it's fine. We did a lot of cleaning today. We did. So, crazy. yeah. We're Sandy sitting gets, in such a clean space. Sandy said, it gets the phone call and he's like, I'll be right there. And that's when we cut to the jail. Okay. And uh, um, fucking Ryan is uh, there at the jail. And fucking Sandy comes in. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Sandy comes out of like a holding cell or something and is like,
0: I played poker with these guys. It's fine. Yeah.
1: He literally says, yeah, they're going to release him. Ryan's like, how did you do that? And he's like, ah, I'm good at what I do when I play poker with these guys.
0: Which, the criminal justice system is a joke. Like, bless you, Sandro Cohen, <laughs> for using your uh, random connections, but also you shouldn't be able to get someone out of jail because you are friends with them.
1: He asks Ryan, you know, he sort of sits down on the bench next to him. He's like, is this guy a friend of yours? And Ryan's like, well, he's a friend of Marissa's. Mm-hmm. And uh, they let Oliver out, and Sandy's like, uh, I'm going to go finish your paperwork. He leaves. Oliver sits down and has the one-on-one with Ryan. And he's like, why did you help me?
0: You don't even like me. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, bless Ryan's heart, he's doesn't, he doesn't... Ryan is just going to be Ryan. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say, no, I like you, blah, blah, blah. He makes no uh, bones about the fact that he does not like Oliver. Yeah. But he's like, you're Marissa's friend. Mm -hmm. And Oliver basically says he saw uh, all of them together, uh, Ryan and Marissa and Anna and Summer and Luke. And they were all having a good time, and Natalie, mm-hmm. air quotes, had <laughs> just had a fight with him, and he felt threatened
1: and sad. So yeah, and he, he was like, all of my friends basically dropped me the second I became sober. So he wanted to do some cocaines about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and we—he was don't- like,
1: "Are you going to tell Marissa?"
0: we don't know whether ryan buys this or not Mm -hmm. Uh, ryan is very taciturn about his feeling about this person
1: yeah yeah uh and oliver's like are you gonna tell marissa and ryan says no he pulls out seth's phone
0: Uh, does the phone ring or no he he says you are
1: And he hands the phone to...
0: Right, but does he make the call or does a call happen?
1: He just hands the phone to Oliver and says, you are. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. So, now we're back at the breakfast nook.
1: Yep, it's the middle of the night. And Sandy Cohen has snuck out of bed in his robe. And he's going to make himself a night bagel. night bagel. And he gets this bagel out of the basket with such glee. He's like... Oh, he's like a little kid on Christmas morning who couldn't wait to open his present.
0: And I will say the um, prop department has gotten rid of the bagel slicer. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh,
1: I did not notice.
0: I noticed that because I noticed the fake lemon and lime basket.
1: <laughs>
0: and I was like, hey, the bagel slicer was in the spot where this basket is now. <laughs> How about that?
1: I love the, the, I love the way that this shot works, though. So he gets his bagel. He's super happy about it. He takes it out of the bread basket. He puts it on the counter. He walks over. What?
0: I would be happy about a bagel in this situation too. I want a
1: bagel right now. Yeah, me too. Uh, Listeners send us bagels. The it's a tracking shot over to him to the fridge. He opens up the fridge and he gets out the cream cheese. We track back to the island where the bagel is, and Haley is there and holding it, and he's like, Oh my god! (laughs) He's like, get your own bagel.
0: And she's like, but this is the last salt one.
1: Yeah, and he's like, Yeah, I know that. That's why I fucking want it. (laughs) She's like, you've eaten all the sesame scenes. <laughs> and she's like, I'm sorry. Um about my little, you know, blah blah blah. Tantrum. Yeah. Um They have a moment. Um Sandy says something that's nice, I think. I fucking can't remember. We it's literally just, just essentially
0: to... like pick a direction.
1: Oh yeah. She uh they uh, she she sits down at the table and she's like, I don't fucking know what's going on. I don't know, blah blah blah. Uh, you know oh yeah she essentially says you know I look at you and Kirsten and you're so happy and sometimes
0: I want that
1: yeah and he's like no you don't oh yeah this is what he's like what's next for you you're gonna once you get your money from your dad you're gonna go to like the Maldives you're gonna go to the bottom of the ocean of the moon (laughs) you know whatever it is (laughs) And she's like, I don't know, you know, and and he's like, "Uh, you could stay here. Not here, here. Not my fucking house. I need you out of my goddamn fucking house as quickly as possible. The first shot or the first
0: spinoff of the series is the OC on the moon.
1: (laughs) Um, He sits down next to her. He's eating his bagel with cream cheese. He's like, yeah, he's like, you could stay here. You could try and put down some roots. Um, She's like, I don't know if I know what I want. And he's like, well... That's not entirely true, and he pushes over half of the bagel, and he's like, good night, kiddo." Smooches around the cheek and goes back upstairs to have his night bagel with Kirsten in bed. I'm I'm led to believe, leaving her to think about what she's done. Yes.
0: So in the pool house, right? Mm-hmm. We have no idea what time any of this is taking place. It feels
1: like it's very in the early mornings, though. If
0: it's like a, if it's like a regular show like a rock concert those get out at like 10 or 11
1: yeah so it's gotta be like roughly 1am or something something
0: like that so everybody is super awake and super chipper and Ryan is what is Ryan doing
1: Ryan is laying and reading in the pool house
0: yes he's reading and Marissa comes in I didn't even think to look what Ryan was reading
1: I don't think we could really see
0: if it was like a history of journey (laughs)
1: The collected works of Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> so Marissa comes in. And she
0: kind of, it, of crawls on the bed up between his legs. Yeah, she, uh,
1: he's going to stand up and she's like, no, 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 stay on the bed. And she lays on top of him and she's like, thank you for what you did. And, I'll, and uh, 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 Ryan is like. Well, Oliver, blah, blah. And she's, and she's like, like,
0: I don't want to talk about Oliver.
1: And she goes in for the smearch.
0: The smearch. And
1: they're smearches smearching. And then who comes in through the door?
0: Anna and Seth and Summer and Luke, just all in this little chorus of little <laughs> fucking puppies.
1: <laughs> they're like, hey, do you want to play video games? We're going to oh, go play a video games. Oh, you're smooching. Never you
0: mind. Say, Sorry, we'll come back later because you're smooching. And
1: Right, yeah, Summer says, I don't want to be a third wheel and i don't want to watch you guys kiss so i'm gonna go inside
0: mm-hmm.
1: and kirsten no, no no sorry uh ryan and marissa are like is well this, we could stay here or this, we could
0: you know sorry i didn't mean to cut you off is this the first time that they have mentioned the uh title of the episode in dialogue
1: no i think they say the word model home quite a lot in the episode of the model home
0: but it's not like pointed you know
1: I don't know. We could go back and listen to every episode. Okay, let's start over from the beginning and record new episodes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: So everybody shifts inside the front room. They're of all playing the Dynasty Warriors. To play Dynasty Warriors. And Luke <laughs> is like, have you ever played this game before? Because he's obviously kicking Seth's
1: ass. Yeah, he's like, I just ripped the skull Go out of that guy's ass face. <laughs> All right, it's your turn. And uh, Summer, Summer specifically sits between, in between Anna and Seth. Uh-huh. And she's like, boy, guys, it's just so great that we can hang out like this. And she's acting a little weird. Uh-huh. So we do not, the, the viewer, me. Does not believe her for a second that she's totally cool with this.
0: But it's still very cute and very Ferris Bueller's Day Off because we kind of pan away from the group and they're like throwing popcorn at each other and shit.
1: They're having a good time. They have
0: a full pizza and a bowl of popcorn. Oh, to have a sixteen-year-old's metabolism!
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, they're gonna play Dynasty Warriors. Yep. There's and- gonna uh, Ryan and Marissa are smooching. Yep. So we're panning out from
0: that scene.
1: And we think, at least Evan thinks, oh, this is a really nice way to cut to credits. Yeah. Except
0: do we like do a describe the shot here.
1: Yeah, so as we are um dollying away from the the teens teens in the in the living room. Yep. Uh we're pulling back and as we're pulling back uh, our vantage reveals a silhouette and then we do a reverse shot of Oliver who is standing outside of the window looking at everybody just being a creep who's just looking at them how would you describe the look on his face
0: poorly acted <laughs> It's supposed to imbue kind of like a psycho. Yeah. Like a Norman Bates vibe. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also supposed to imbue like a, oh, I wish I could have friends.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Like they're, they all, I understand where they're going with this shot, but also and i understand that it, teenagers aren't necessarily like capable of uh, making emotionally rational decisions mm-hmm. in stuff like this mm-hmm. but everyone has decided to tolerate oliver mm-hmm. there is no fucking reason if he were not what's a was it how can i put this it, it's troubled mm-hmm. Uh, that he could not have walked in and joined them. Yeah. And said, hey guys. Yeah. I'm here too now. Yeah. So the viewer is meant to think that something is up.
1: Something is not right here. Something is not right.
0: And that is how we close out the
1: episode. Chung Chung, Dick Wolf. Dick. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's some themes. Discussion question. There are some themes. Yeah, go for it. Do
0: you want to be back in high school?
1: No, good Christ, no. No. And I had a pretty good high school experience. Uh, I went to an all boys school, so I didn't have to worry about like impressing anybody. Uh, didn't
0: have to go to Kairos?
1: No, I chose not to go to Kairos. because nah. That was a fucking cult activity. Fuck that. Um, no, uh, I, I don't ever want to fucking go back. Of course not. Jesus Christ. I hate homework, I hate tests, I hate all that bullshit. Um, No, no thank you, no. I mean, there's elements of it that I enjoyed. I liked my friends. I was very lucky to find sort of a group of misfits, nerds, you know, uh, who liked playing D&D and stuff like that. Um, I liked doing the musicals because I was a theater kid. Um, But no, good Christ, I would not go back. What about you?
0: This question is based on the conversation between Haley and Jimmy about how they... Uh, what like did Haley did Haley say she wanted to go back and Jimmy was like, no fuck that or no yeah around
1: um, um, Haley was like, God, I wish I could go back to high school and Jimmy at first is like he says something like that's pathetic but that he's like, I wish I could too. yeah, yeah and I think it though I think one of the reasons I would absolutely not go back is because those were not the best years of my life. I don't know I'm I I don't watch enough television and I'm not uh, I'm not exposed to you know uh enough media I think necessarily to answer this question for myself so I'll ask you there used to be this weird trope that people would say in movies and shit you know oh cherish these days they're the best days of your life mm. to high schoolers uh-huh. and that's patently false Like, if high school is the best days of your life, I pity you. I really pity you. Uh, Because although I did not hate them, I hated grade school. Though I did not hate high school, if those were the best days of my life, I would be in a pretty sad state right now. Mm -hmm. Um, No, my life has improved dramatically since high school. (laughs) Like, being an adult, even though I have to do things like work and pay taxes... Being an adult is fucking great. (laughs) Holy shit. Same question to you. You, Would you go back to high school?
0: Absolutely not.
1: No. Same reason? Different reason?
0: We're just going to leave it at that. Okay. Yep.
1: That's fair. Yep. Um, Discussion question for you. So the way that this show loves to mirror kid world and adult world uh, in this episode is... Uh, in in uh, difficult conversations.
0: It feels especially egregious in this episode.
1: <laughs> they do it all the fucking time. So, my discussion question for you is Does this mirroring of these difficult conversations make sense? I have my own answer, but I'm curious to know what you think. Maybe I'm not phrasing the question well enough. <laughs> Maybe I'll just phrase it in this way and then I'll sort of see if you agree with me or not. Okay. Uh, I don't see why Seth and Anna telling Summer is a big deal at all. Um, I do. Okay, so explain that to me.
0: I do and I don't because everything is so heightened when Mm -hmm. you're in high school. And even when I wasn't necessarily in high school, but I was, like, in my 20s, I was in kind of a situation where I would have preferred to remain friends with the two people, but they didn't tell me, you know?
1: That they were dating? Yeah. Were you the summer in a summer Seth Anna situation?
0: I was. And the... Seth and Anna in that situation went on to have a baby.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: but I'm getting I'm getting too sidetracked here. Like we're gonna presume that the show wants us to just think of them as adults, mm-hmm. right? Because the, the kids? Yes, okay. Because I think that's what ultimately they're going for. Was there one shot within a classroom in this episode? No, no. no
1: they were in the library at one was point. Any, that's
0: it. Was anyone like, I cannot go to the Rooney concert. I have a history final to study for. No. <laughs> no. So we're treating them as tiny adults. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can envision a relationship where i genuinely valued the person who i was breaking up with Uh and wanted to keep them in my life yeah do i think that actual 16 or 17 year olds are mature enough to make that distinction absolutely the fuck
1: not (laughs) no yeah no i yeah i would does that answer your
0: question that's like the best that i can come up with without rambling
1: I Yes, it does answer my question, although I would push back a little bit on... I think Seth and Anna do legitimately want to keep Summer in their life, not just for the purposes of the television program, um, but because for their own different reasons. Seth has pined for Summer all this time, and now that he has spent some time with her... Uh, He probably does like her on more of a human level and not just someone that he's put up on a pedestal. Um, If we're being very generous in our reading of Seth Cohen. um, Your face leads me to believe that that is too generous a reading of Seth Cohen. But anyway, uh, Anna, I think, has legitimately formed a friendship with Summer. uh, (laughs) Beginning first when they were both, you know, hating Seth Cohen. And then uh, after that, so...
0: I'm gonna say that their newfound friendship is based entirely on the Golden Girls, whereas before it was based on mutual hatred of Seth. And I don't think that's a strong enough foundation for Which of those foundations
1: is stronger, mutual hatred of Seth or the Golden Girls? Oh god. (laughs) I don't know. It's right, are they about the same? Yeah. (laughs) Do you have more discussion questions?
0: No. Episode hero.
1: Oh, Christ. Ugh, it's just so rote, but I think Sandy. It's either Sandy or Ryan. Um, That is probably Sandy. Sandy is really the only person with enough guts to call it like he sees it. Um, To tell Kaylee that she's, you know, really being a bitch. uh, When she's disrespecting everyone and, you know, that she, that is... Is that did I did I say Kaylee or Haley? You say Kaylee. I'm sorry, Haley. Yeah, sorry. Um, and Sandy comes to the. Sandy has at least two good Sandy dad speeches in this one. The first one he gives to Seth, where he's like, "You've got to, you know, essentially take responsibility uh, for telling Summer because it's the adult thing to do." Mm-hmm. Um, and then also uh, both of his interactions interactions with Haley. Both the first one where he's like, you know, you're being a cunt and you need to fucking get your shit together uh, because the only reason you're alive right now is because of us. Uh, and that, well, that's maybe going a little over the board. But anyway, and then the other one over the bagel where he's like, you know, what you what you think you might ma- you want might not necessarily be what you actually want, you mm-hmm. know. So, yeah, I think no, I think it's just it's just Sandy. Uh, the only heroic thing that Ryan did, although it is very, very heroic where he got he called Sandy to get Oliver out of prison or jail. Um, He was also just being kind of like a a twerp other times in the episode. Understandably so, but I think my hero is Sandy. I know. I, uh, yeah, sorry.
0: My hero is Ryan.
1: Okay. For the reasons that I said,
0: for the reasons that you said. And also he's just kind of embracing these people who he was formerly adversarial with.
1: Luke, yeah, that's a great example. Yeah,
0: Um, he is becoming more of a confidant to Seth Mm -hmm. every episode. Yep. Despite the fact that they had trouble, you know, connecting one on one. In this episode, they made it work
1: for good reason, though. But also, other friends
0: really very much. If I. No, I'm not going to put myself in the position. It would have been entirely in character for Seth to, Ryan, excuse me, to be like, you're in jail. Sorry.
1: Yeah, right. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> but he went that extra mile.
1: He does. He always does. Yeah. yeah. I also appreciate that he's trying to punch people less. Yeah. That's big character growth on his part.
0: I think you should punch people more. That's just me.
1: (laughs) You and me both think you should punch people more. But, you know, hopefully, if what I'm picking up that you're putting down sort of subconsciously about Oliver is going to pan out, I'm starting to think that there might be an Oliver punch in our future. I'm not going to make any guesses. I'm not going to make any hard bets. But... Mm. Uh, episode villain I'm going to guess that we both share the same episode villain but I'll let you go first
0: Sandy <gasps> what kind of monster doesn't toast their bagels no!
1: <laughs> your actual episode villain if you say Sandy Cohen I'm gonna throw this laptop out the window you toast bagels At all times. Sandra M. Lebzegeth Marchonsky. Your villain is Oliver. Don't you fucking lie to me. Your villain is either Oliver or Haley. And it's probably not Haley. Your villain is fucking Oliver. Who doesn't toast a pink? Oh, my fucking christ
0: it's oliver okay it's it's oliver Oliver. jesus yes
1: it's oliver mine is also oliver
0: there is no good person in this universe who tries to score three grams of coke and also three grams is a really a person who has never done coke and never hopes to. The closest <laughs> that I have come to doing coke is having to take prednisone after I was out of the hospital. Yeah, one time, and then I was up for like three weeks. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, is three grams a normal amount to like request from your dealer? Do you I don't want
1: me to ask Google. Hey Google, <laughs> is three grams of cocaine a normal amount?
0: My secondary villain is Rooney. <laughs> Because they absolutely nepo-babied themselves into this episode. Yes.
1: Yes, they fucking did.
0: And their music is average at best. Yeah. Come at me, Rooney Hive.
1: Agreed. Agreed.
0: Who's your episode villain?
1: Yeah, obviously Oliver. No, yeah. I mean, it could have been Haley because she's being sort of a bitch, but, um, you know, Haley means, well, you know, she's just sort of adrift in her life, you know, she unlike Kirsten Haley Haley is a different kind of uber rich person like Kirsten being the eldest took responsibility went to work for their father Haley used the opportunity um, to enjoy life right so uh, for example when she and Jimmy were going to when they made the date to hang out together mm-hmm. they were like ah oh, well, we let's share stories and Jimmy's like, um, I can tell you about the time that I got punched at Cotillion. Uh, and she's like, I can tell you about the time that I had three pounds of hash on Mount Kilimanjaro or something like that. Right. Um, so yeah, she has been adventuring and, um, I understand that, uh, her character motivations are at least, you know, not as sinister potentially mm-hmm. as Oliver's are starting to read. So, yeah, Oliver is my fucking uh, villain.
0: To which I say, what do you mean starting?
1: Well, everything up to this point could be construed as he just likes Marissa and he would like to be dating Marissa instead of Ryan dating Marissa. Which is not great, but also it's like typical high schooler behavior, you know? Yeah. I see someone that I would like to be with and they're currently with someone, so what can I do You know, and Oliver's mostly just finding time to be with Marissa, getting her to come over to his place, feeding her Moroccan food on the phone, being obviously very wealthy and worldly and learned, reading books in front of her. You know, visually being demonstrably a very different and arguably more interesting person than Ryan Atwood.
0: I want to say that the writers are not doing a very good job of communicating, of transmitting how Oliver's actual level of privilege, because half the time we're supposed to think he's like a great Gatsby kind of fucking, uh, no, not great Gatsby. What's the movie where, uh, Matt Damon Pushes Jude Law over the boat. Talented Mr. Ripley. Yeah, because like half the time he shows up and people are like, "I've never heard of that person," but mm-hmm. then he's actually connected to this band. Mm-hmm. They basically like give him noogies mm-hmm. on the way to the mm-hmm. venue.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he's a mystery at this point.
0: It's inconsistent.
1: He is a mystery. Yes. So we shall see.
0: He's a mystery. Who we
1: hate. And wears layers He's a layered mystery mm-hmm. mm. Mm. Um, Not
0: worse than Anna's scarf though
1: <laughs> I thought it was very cute It was bad If I could have Anna's whole wardrobe um, I would wear parts of it mm. I'd wear parts of it She's wearing purple tights at one point When they're in the, the concert Look at Oh you- okay Her concert outfit is fucking baller She's got a pink leather coat. Um, she is wearing purple tights, um, some kind of cute skirt. I thought it
0: was like a denim skirt. Is it just denim? Yeah.
1: That leather jacket is fucking killer, though, and it's fucking baby pink, and it's like bright. It's awesome.
0: Listeners, send us a baby pink leather jacket. I don't think
1: it's got studs on it. And it has studs. It's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Send it to our Twitter. Send ads. it to <laughs> us. our Twitter PO
0: box, which is Orange, At orange one At <laughs> dot onemastodon <laughs> Have California. we covered all the ground that we need to grind? Have we grinded all the cover covered that, that we, we need to, need to ground? ground? Yeah, I'm
1: going to bed. California, Sarah. <laughs> California, Evan. You just listened to Aren't You Glad We Watched The O.C.? The show about watching and talking about the O.C. Recorded in guest bedroom studios. Hosted by Sarah and Evan. Original concept and discussion questions by Sarah. Audio recording and engineering and editing by Evan. Please give this podcast as many stars or thumbs up as the platform you're listening to it on will allow you to give us copyright 2023